Good morning and welcome to day 80 of the reading plan. It's amazing that we're already at day 80. We're almost a quarter of the way through the year. Spring is here, which is amazing. We start out today's reading in, let me just make sure I'm on the right page here, um, Proverbs 7.21 through 7.27. So again, talking about the young man who is being tempted by the prostitute. He's seduced by the pretty girl with her flattery, though it will mean his ruin. And the lesson here is that, at least the way I took it, is that don't give in to the temptation from carnal desires, which actually from the readings today also comes into play in the New Testament. Luke 3, 23-38, Jesus begins his public ministry at 30. And the genealogy then follows this following the lineage of Joseph, as Jesus was known as the son of Joseph. So his lineage goes through David to Adam, the son of God. Now, Luke 4, 1 through 13, this is what I was just referencing as far as the tie-in with the Proverbs reading as far as temptation. As Jesus is tempted by the devil in the desert for 40 days, eating nothing and becoming very hungry. And then when he is very hungry and now very much vulnerable to temptation, the devil tempted Jesus first by testing to see if he is indeed the son of God, but not really. The devil knows the identity of Jesus, but he does ask Jesus to turn rock into bread to eat, to prove that he is the son of God. Basically, this is trying to get Jesus under his control. That's the way I read it. Because the diva, the, 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 devil, the devil knows Jesus' identity. Well, anyway, having failed at that, the devil then offered all the kingdoms of the world if Jesus would just worship him. And Jesus stated his allegiance with God, quoting scripture, demonstrating that scripture applies to him as well. So, the devil knows scripture and Jesus knows scripture. And the, de the devil demonstrates this by now tempting Jesus by quoting scripture as well. But Jesus countered with, from scripture, which I think is another example of the Bible instructing us not to take scripture out of context. You can take just about anything in the Bible and make it support whatever view you have. But you can't take it out of context. Then we go over to Old Testament, Numbers 11, 4 through 35. The foreigners traveling with the Israelites first begin to complain, missing the good things of Egypt. And the grumbling spread to the Israelites. All they see is manna. Both the Lord and Moses are agitated. Moses asks God, why was he chosen to bear the burden of the people as they grumble for me? God responds with instructions to accomplish two things, getting help from Moses with 70 elders to help bear the burden and by providing for a whole month until they are sick of, of meat, providing meat for a whole month, rather, until they are sick of it, due to rejecting the Lord among them. There was a protest that two received the Spirit and began prophesying outside the tabernacle, but Moses said that he wished that all were filled with the Spirit, and not to worry about that one. Anyway, well, the meat was in the form of quail, well, all over flying, three feet above the ground. 
the people got sick with the severe plague and, and some died because of their gluttony and faithlessness. And this goes now to Numbers 12. At this point in time, Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses for marrying a Cushite woman. Now, a couple of things here. I think Miriam is Aaron's wife. And I think Cushite, if I remember correctly, is a region in or near Egypt. Anyway, the three went to the tabernacle to hear what the Lord had to say about this. Now, Moses, uh, the Lord's response is that of all his house, Moses is the one he trusts. And at this point in time, Miriam was affected by leprosy, apparently as punishment for criticizing Moses, although I'm not sure why Aaron got off. Miriam was kept outside the camp for seven days per the Lord's instructions. The people waited for her to return until they traveled again to Paran. So they waited until she was healed before they packed up and left, assuming that they followed the pillow, pillar of cloud and fire. And then finally, in Numbers 13, 1 through 25, the Lord instructed Moses to explore Canaan, sending out one from each tribe, so that would be 12. This is where we meet Joshua, which his name is actually Hosea, son of Nun. They were together they were to gather, rather, intel about the land and the people. They also brought back samples of food, such as grapes, pomegranates, and figs. Interesting stuff. I try to visualize all of this, particularly when they're looking at the giants out there that they end up finding the next chapter or the next reading. But that's it for today. We'll pick it up again tomorrow. Live today as if he's coming back today.